0: Ronna, this is what people need to know about the profession. It is fly by the seat of your pants.
1: Explain it to them because I know I'm inside. I'm in the eye of the hurricane.
0: Okay, I know Rana. I yeah. know. And and I This was, is
1: broadcast news as far as I'm concerned. And I'm, I was you know, the opposite. Sliding on my knees to bring the tape. That's you were who Joan I am.
0: Cusack in broadcast yeah, news. Exactly.
1: <laughs> That's exactly who that I is am.
0: such a great scene. She's so phenomenal. In Amazing.
1: That. Amazing Joan Cusack. The real yeah. genius in that family, Joan.
0: Absolutely. Listen, yeah. Everyone do yourselves a favor. And this is homework. Just YouTube the Joan Cusack scene, newsroom scene in broadcast news, and you will literally LOL. Incredible!
1: Incredible. The timing of that, oh! But anyway, you were gonna say fly by. You were talking about the profession, which a lot of people don't know too much about because they no. Well,
0: this profession, show business, it's very fly by the seat of your pants. You know, I mean. We book people and then there's a snowstorm. We book people and then they end up having to cancel last minute. And then Adam O'Burn has to find a new guest and da we're biting our nails and we don't know how it's going to end. And Ron is keeping her cool, but I know she's a little tense and I, my uh, foot is not off by that point. But we have a guest we didn't anticipate having this week. We'd scheduled them for another week, but now they're this
1: week. What are you telling everyone all of this for?
0: Ronnie, because I need to share my experience with people about stress <laughs> and about self-care. Like I really tried to ignore anything that was happening and really just breathe and not answer my phone during all this craziness.
1: Which everyone appreciated.
0: Thank you. Well, you know, happy As Brian. we were
1: trying to schedule, everyone really appreciated that you decided to take a step back.
0: Well, I just had to really calm my nerves over this one. People don't <laughs> understand. I don't have anything to do with the booking of the guests, but I am allowed to react. I
1: think they do understand. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> but you are allowed to react. It's true.
0: Yeah. And so I reacted very nervously, although I'm so excited to talk we to We have a
1: fabulous guest today.
0: Honestly, his podcast yeah. sounds so entertaining. And he also had yeah. someone A list and also someone Crazy. iconic we're on show. I can't all wait about to talk it. to him He about had it. Emma
1: yeah. Thompson on his podcast. I
0: cannot even. We're going
1: to, I mean, who even, I didn't even know if that was a legitimate possibility in the universe. And pardon me, she came to him. So we're going to talk to him about that when he comes on.
0: I have a statement on the Brits. I'm going to tell you something. Oh. I do think there's something about, these iconic British actresses specifically yep. that seem like they love a joke. And they like when you think of like Helen Mirren, Judy Dench, all these women love to be a yeah. little bit naughty on the off camera. They just want
1: to have a good time.
0: They just want to have a good time. And Emma Thompson yeah. seems like, I mean, I know she's a bit younger, but she seems like the same sort of idea of that.
1: Oh, yeah. What we would call a broad and they broad. would probably call a dame. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, is Emma Thompson a dame?
0: I guess we'll ask him. She
1: is a dame. I don't know she, whether she's renounced it, but she is a dame. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. But we'll ask Bridger when he gets here. Yes. We'll ask Bridger of Madison County when he gets The Bridger here.
0: of Madison County. Honestly,
1: <laughs> I want to ask if he's a big Bridgerton fan. That's what I'm excited to ask him about.
0: <sighs> yes. Because I, yes. if there Steven
1: was a called Roniton I'd have to watch it. Of course. And if he's auditioned I hope in.
0: I hope he would go. Hi, this is Bridger for Bridgerton.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm five foot two and a half, and yeah,
0: and I am only I only do full frontal,
1: and I'm based in uh, Provo, Utah, or wherever we're going to correct. Correct. I have to tell you, it's been a week for me because after the mischief maker we had on last week,
0: oh my gosh, Ronna Margaret. Yeah.
1: I have been bombarded with, you know, and people have to stop bombarded. What with.
0: are they bombarding
1: you with this All week? All people want to talk about is plant-based BDSM. That's what they want to talk about.
0: What are they saying, Ronna? Stopping
1: me at Shoebase. Stopping me here and yeah. there. Oh, just curious. And, it, you know, do your own Googles or talk to Margaret. It's got nothing to do with me.
0: That we just brought it up.
1: But it makes me wonder about the content of the show, whether we should be screening the content of the show more.
0: Absolutely not, Ronna. This is, listen- See, this, this is, is the
1: problem. The show has become really Brian content, not Ronna content, I think.
0: You know what, Ronna? It's about time. I'll say that. I'm tired of talking about um, the, the the little Italian village with one rock. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs>
1: I don't blame you to be honest.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. I actually am so excited to check out that series for real.
1: I have a very well. You better hurry up because you know things like to leave oh, criteria. They
0: leave so fast. It makes on there. me so
1: anxious the way things come and go on Criterion. Me so quick,
0: too. Right? Well, by the yeah. way, this is a good time to
1: announce yes? announce what?
0: our quiff, right? Oh sure. Or will that be over? I get It'll be so over. confused, Rana. Okay, It'll this is a good over. time to announce our book. Yeah. Speaking of Brian centric, yeah, this Quiff we're reading a children's Bible by Lydia Malay. Well, first of all,
1: it's the carriage. It's Carriage House Book Club. It's not Quiff. We're not reading it for Quiff.
0: No, I know, but I mean, technically, I visualize everything that's in the book. But oh, yes,
1: okay, that's true. You did. You did let us know that you acted out the last scene in Hamnet.
0: I did act out the last yeah. scene in Hamlet. So I did it is my a arm visual raise, experience. Yeah. The one between the character Hamlet and Shakespeare playing the ghost.
1: What a book! I have to say. Oh, I oh, thought you were. I thought you were acting out her in the audience. I
0: was, but oh, okay. she puts her hand out, kind of between, yes. not literally ha- between, as they're having
1: their moment. She reaches to join reaches the moment. She reaches out. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes. That's to, what to, I acted to touch the ghost of her son.
0: Exactly. That's what I for
1: just to feel his corporeal being for just one moment more. Correct. Yeah. Oh God. I'm gonna have a heartbreak just thinking about it. I almost read that book over again. It's so good. That book stuck with me so much I almost thought about reading it again.
0: It's so good. God So that that was Hamnet
1: by Margaret or Maggie O'Farrell, which we read Yes. by by Mitch Album. Right, who also wrote Friday Night Lights, who we uh, no, which we read last month, this month, last month. You, yes. it was that last book.
0: But now we're reading a children's Bible by Lydia Millet. It's or Malay. It sounds very dark but fun, and I think yeah. it's sort of like a Lord of the Flies style thing, except it's a bunch of rich people who. The parents d- d- rent this enormous palace for the summer, and the kids do their own thing, and it gets I think pretty pretty upsetting.
1: Well, this was your pick. This it is was. The, the Brian Carothers book club selection. So I'm looking forward to either loving it or hating it.
0: I encourage people to <laughs> read this in public, and then when children come up and ask, oh, because it's a colorful cover, you yeah. read them the book. You read them the book in front of you and tell them. Well, that they've they got to find listen. out sometime. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And speaking of books, we're talking Patreon right now. So join us, patreon.com slash Ask if you want to join the Carriage House Book Club. But yeah. we are taking the book club to the free feed for the first time ever.
0: One on- week exactly after 4.20.
1: April twenty, that's exactly right. I know you that's your calendar. You're always 420, that's then right. 420 pride, then Christmas. That's those me. Are your three, those are your big benchmarks. For yes. The year. Uh, your tent poles events. Yep. Uh, so one week after 420, 427, yeah. Cynthia Dupree Sweeney. Carriage has sweet hat, Cynthia Dupree Sweeney. That's
0: so cute. She is
1: will be joining us to discuss her new book, Good Company, which comes out April 6th. Yeah. And so what we want pe- to encourage people Already to getting do,
0: fabulous reviews, Ron.
1: Incredible. All over the place. The, yeah. The, I mean, she's being covered all over the place, yeah. which is no surprise because she wrote the fabulous Nest. National Nest.
0: bestseller, yeah.
1: Uh, so what we want to encourage people to do is they can go, I prefer they do it. They can do it any way they want, but I prefer they do it this way. If they go to our link tree and they pre-order Cynthia's book, uh, first of all, it helps support the show because we get about a penny from every sale, Uh, but that's a penny. It's a penny we didn't have.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't leave the pennies. I take the pennies.
1: That's correct. And we've got to keep the lights on in the carriage house, of course.
0: Yeah, I mean, we uh, definitely do. So if they
1: go through the link problem. Triana on our Instagram, or they go to a page on Bookshop, which supports local bookstores, or if they want to go to the Ask Rana shop on sure. Amazon, if they're Amazon people, they can do that. But order the book through us. Yes. So we can keep, And also it helps us keep track of it, because we sort of know how many people are joining us to read that way, we, if we know how many copies we sold, basically.
0: Exactly.
1: Which is important for us in case we ever wanna expand our book club. We've gotta
0: know how hot our presses are.
1: Are people paying attention are people interested in these kind of events that we're putting our heart and soul and blood into? By the way,
0: I'm already writing a memoir about my experience on this show.
1: Oh, I I can't I can't wait not to read it.
0: Don't you love reading people's memoirs, Rana?
1: Well, that's what I'm gonna do. Maybe for April I'm gonna read a memoir.
0: Yeah, book, it's more of a Patreon diary of how I felt right after we recorded, and then another section of how I felt the next day.
1: I see. And yeah. did you hire a ghost writer, or are you doing it yourself?
0: I'm, ta- I'm talking to um, to <laughs> someone who should re- name, re- name, re- remain remain <laughs> ghosty. Uh, yeah, it was someone who had contributed uh, once or twice on uh, Gawker, and H- he was a freelance on HuffPo. So yeah, oh. yeah
1: they got the credentials. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so in any event, pre-order the book. My understanding, Brian, when you pre-order is the book arrives on the day the book comes out.
0: Like a gift you forgot you ordered.
1: Yeah. So the book comes out April 6th. You'll receive the book April 6th, I believe. Or Correct. Th- right there, April right 6th. Right around April there, yeah. 7th, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is what's so fun about a pre-order. Because you order it, you forget, and then it arrives the day the book comes out.
0: Exactly. We want and then you're like, oh my God, I forgot it. I ordered it a book
1: and then (laughs) a paperweight. (laughs) And then we want people to send us if they have questions or comments about the book that they're hoping that we'll discuss with the author. She will be here with us on the 27th. So they should try and get those to us about around, I don't know, the 20th or something, just because I'm not sure. Around 420.
2: Because yes. I'm not positive
1: what day, what day we're meeting with her. And 420, we're gonna blow our brains out with marijuana anyway. <laughs> yes. So we won't be able to we'll have to record by four before 420. Rana. Yeah.
0: Is it legal in Massachusetts? I don't I actually don't smoke weed that often. Is it is it legal or take it or eat
1: it? Yes, medical marijuana is is legal in Massachusetts. Oh so you need yeah. a
0: prescription for it?
1: Yeah, but you know.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well you'll 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 write one.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you, we can get you blue breeze.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Rana. did people ever think you, like, would people ever go to you because, and to get prescriptions written? Like, were they? would they be like, Ronna, can you ask Bob to write me a prescription for blank?
1: That's an interesting question. There was uh, a woman at the tennis club Who used to try to make her rounds a little bit. She used to try to get all the doctors to write her a little prescription. Okay. Yeah. And I remember she was trying very hard to play tennis, to play doubles with me. Uh, But that was never going to happen because I was really a hot pairing. I mean, people always wanted to play doubles with me. I bet. I'm an absolute animal at the net.
0: I was going to say, are you good at the net? I'm not and actually I, I'm good at the I'm net. I'm
1: incredible at the net. Of course you're not. You drop the racket and run in the other direction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't enjoy it at the net. It's coming right at me.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just holding yeah. it with two hands the in front of my The secret to the
1: net is you have to attack. Yeah. But don't put too speed. much on it. Let the, uh, let, you know, let the ball, use the motion of the ball against Correct. itself.
0: Everything gets it's really right
1: direction. Yes. Uh, and I have an incredible backhand. I'll say that. I always did. Oh we still.
0: Right. Yeah. Wow. I'd love to see it sometime, Rana.
1: Uh maybe we'll play. Now that the, we have the the sniper. Are you kidding? I would melt. be
0: so scared to play with you, Rana.
1: Yeah, you should be. Yeah. I'd shoot I'd aim for your feet every time.
0: <laughs> Is that what you're supposed to do?
1: With people uh-huh. that are scaredy cats like you, <sighs> you are.
0: Oh god. Yeah. Didn't someone just get shot in the feet?
1: Yes, it was Megan the Stallion.
0: Oh, that's right. She did. Yes. Yeah. She did. By she did.
1: Trey, not Trey Songs, but someone like that. A yes. name like that. Yes.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh,
1: and she wasn't gonna stay quiet about it. God bless. No,
0: it. and the people wanted no. her to, but
1: no, she was too. That's he why was I an, love her. He's a Canadian rapper. She's a big star. Why should she keep quiet?
0: Yeah, she's great. And if you haven't seen yeah. another YouTube, if you haven't seen her SNL performance of Savage, it's so good. You should YouTube
1: it. And if you haven't seen Ronna and Brian watching W A P, go to youtube.com slash
0: Correct. Ronna. Yeah. There's a lot now, you can do there, and by the way, we are so close to Rana eating ramen. Everybody, we're so close to. Ra- I don't think ra- we're
1: very close. I'm not very close to eating raw ramen.
0: We're closing in, but we the, the Instagram numbers have been ticking up. Rana,
1: we got to get to twenty six hundred on Patreon and ten thousand mm-hmm. on Instagram. So, and
0: then you will see Rana eating raw the, ramen. I'm
1: Getting the feeling people don't care whether I eat it or not, and that's fine with me because I don't care either.
0: Rana, I got another, like maybe two. DMs this week about how people eat raw ramen themselves and we the way it. they do it. And I said, don't ever let Rana know you sent this because she has had it up to here. We with get it. Ramen
1: talk. We get it. Yeah. yeah. I get it. But you know what?
0: It, it's very reassuring to get in my inbox every day something that starts with, you're not crazy.
1: You are not alone. That's right. Yeah. Uh, why don't you read a couple of reviews and then we're going to bring on a fabulous guest.
0: Okay, great. Let's do it. Okay, very kind reviews, Rana. Five stars only per huge. Everyone really knocks that out of the park when it comes to this stuff. I got to tell you,
1: with the so, review, we have wonderful. Well, we have wonderful fans who write wonderful reviews. I have correct. to say, when they write a review, they go for it. Correct. They put. They're paying attention.
0: River who lists their pronouns, they, them, says, do yourself a favor and get into this podcast. Rana's like a fabulously cool aunt giving you tips and advice that are way out of your league, excuse me. I'll never be as elegant and sagely as she, but listening to the podcast makes me feel like I'm trying her lotion or using the perfect cutting remark that she taught me. Ask Rana elevates my experience, five stars only
1: fabulous
0: and then is it
1: sagely or sagacious i think it's sagacious he
0: said sagely i think it's you know, like I elegant and sagacious yeah they I
1: really said. said i understand what they, yes. they wait what were the pronouns
0: they them yep
1: oh they them yeah yeah that's what they said but anyway Correct. i'm just i'm just issuing a pre uh, spontaneous correction
0: Someone else says, saved me in the Texas storm. Oh. When my husband and I lost power and internet for three days in the Texas winter storm, we had nothing to do in the evenings to keep us entertained. However, one night we cuddled in our blankets, sat by the fire, and listened to this podcast like we, I really hope you didn't waste your battery on that, but maybe they had a backup and yeah. listened to this podcast like we were in the 1920s listening to a radio show.
1: Oh, so I l- cute. I and love you know what?
0: It was absolutely lovely. As always, they kept us absolutely entertained and distracted from the perils of real life. Very nice.
1: That I love a timely and geographically appropriate uh, review.
0: I know you do, Rana. Yeah. An unrivaled And I'm happy pair. all those
1: people, the was back on just in time for the governor to let them all go back out and get coronavirus from each other.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Who I'm is so this thrilled. guy? Greg, Greg Adams. Yeah, where'd he come from?
0: Well, do you want to know the absolute worst, not the worst, but one of the worst things about him? Definitely. He was lieutenant governor for a long time. Okay. Um. So he is, uh, he has no feeling or anything. He's in a wheelchair. He has no feeling or anything in his legs. He's oh. paralyzed from the waist down.
1: How did it happen? Was he on a riverboat?
0: I can't know. He was, a tree of his next door neighbors was struck by lightning and the tree fell on him. Huh? Yeah, it fell over on his property on him and he sued them. Huh. But yeah. And then there was a bill uh before the state legislature. Oh that, no, don't tell me. Yes, that was for um more ex- accessible ramps for people yeah. at like government like an ADA places.
1: bill. Yeah.
0: And he was the most vocal opponent of it.
1: Yeah. Talk about I some get
0: self-hatred. It.
1: I get it. Yeah. yeah. He's that's the who only he is. one. Yeah, he's the only one.
0: Correct. So that's who I he got is.
1: so steamed today. I read it made it steamed me, and it made me laugh at the same time. Uh, Rush Limbaugh was buried, and his wife said he was. He was. I wish it st- had
0: been alive. I'm not he gonna was- lie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and his wife said he was one step from a president. She said it was just like he was married. He was buried at Isle, because they put a flag on his coffin. It was just like he was buried at Allingston Cemetery. He's he was really one step from a president. So and these I, people she,
0: actually were crazy.
1: I just thought, where did he find her? And then she talked about she's how their true first believer. day he was he lit was so kind and such a great listener and so funny. Yeah, she oh yeah, she's a true believer for sure. She said, uh, don't worry, she's gonna keep the movement going. But for her to say that he was one step from a president. I,
0: I mean, mean, he was, was about. Absolutely. Uh, he was not even one step to being a president.
1: No, I mean, not <laughs> even. No, he was once one step from a pre- from a president.
0: From a president. Standing
1: next to Trump. Yeah. yeah. That's where he was. That's one about step exactly from a president. Yeah.
0: Correct. But
1: in any event.
0: And we have one more very quick review that I okay. really want to get in because I think it's an important one. Okay. On Zaton. Calls us an unrivaled pair.
1: Anzaton.
0: Anzaton.
1: Tonsaton.
0: Tonsaton. Do
1: you know what Tonsaton is?
0: I don't. Is it something with the? It was a French
1: clothing label in the eighties. Tonsaton. Really? Everybody wore the Tonsaton sweatsuits and the Tonsaton, you know, casual. Did they have menswear
0: and womenswear?
1: It was like a unisex, you know, colorful, like a Benetton, but more French. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, Anzatan says we're an unrivaled pair. The advice sometimes catches me off guard because I'm mm-hmm. often laughing to tears. Rana is a sage. There we go again.
1: Yeah. Rana
0: is a sage, and code I just name want to make code sure. word
1: old, old bones Not Glickman. Tr- wise, That's Rana? They brilliant. Old bones Glickman. Yeah,
0: they mean brilliant. Rana yeah. is a sage, and this part I don't know if the handwriting small. I'll have to read it kind of slowly. And yes, <sighs> you two will. Have a crush on Brian? Wow, huh? Y-
1: you too will have a crush on Brian?
0: Mm-hmm. Like too?
1: Mm. Yeah. You too will get a free microwave oven with your purchase of a like Correct. that? Correct. Yeah, of a timeshare. Yeah. Correct. You too will have a crush on Brian.
0: Correct. This yeah. person's into mind control, probably.
1: Yeah. CIA. They work with goats and dolphins. <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
0: Well, Ronna, should we get to our surprise guest that really isn't a surprise because we we're fa- having them on anyway at some point?
1: Yeah. yeah. Let's have our fabulous guest.
0: Bridger of Madison County.
1: Attention Carriage House members, a here to tell you all about FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. So download the free Anka app now, or go to Anka to get started today. Kiss kiss. Now wait a minute, Brian Rana. When I tell you, we have the hottest show on Netflix as our guest today. When Brid- I Bridgerton, Bridgerton's here, with here. Us today. Yeah. And
0: by the way, a classic <laughs> film that got Meryl Streep an Oscar nomination. We also have The Bridger of Madison County here, <laughs> which I think is so exciting. I'm dying to, we're going to talk all about the bridges of Madison County in just a second, <laughs> but this guy is like hot stuff, Ron.
1: This podcast, people are crazy about this show.
0: Yeah. I said uh, no gifts.
1: That's exactly what the show is, Pat, yeah. which means you better bring a good one. Is what That's it really right. Means. Uh, ladies and germs. We have. What was the last time we said that? Maybe never.
0: Irona, I think the last time I heard it was, I think, Jackie Mason <laughs> when we were a- out at the Cats You and Jackie,
1: Hills, were we had together
0: We and Jackie were backstage <laughs> after a show and it got, we were sharing a corn on the cob and it got hot
1: <laughs> I think I last heard it on the Muppet Show probably Or maybe
2: on the Muppet Show <laughs> uh,
1: Without further ado, yes. Bridger Weinege
2: Oh, you too! it's so nice to see you Hi, Bridger. Bridger.
1: how are you, dear? I'm
2: doing okay. It's raining in Los Angeles, or it did rain. And, uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of looking at the sky recently, just wondering
1: what it's all about. Yeah, Yeah, sure. sure.
2: Are you married? Uh, I'm in a long-term relationship. Okay. My boyfriend and I, we've been together for six years. So Hmm. I don't know. How do you classify that at this point?
0: That's fair. Okay. I didn't, we don't have to go into it.
2: I just wanted also to know if you, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Utah, from uh, like right outside of Salt Lake City. Are you going to okay.
1: tell his fortune in a second?
2: No, <laughs> is this Rana. I'm gathering
1: information. I'm only asking. Four I questions just wanted to gonna, know, and then we're going to reveal your card at the end. I of this. just <laughs>
0: wanted to know what Bridger's status was in case I, you know, ran into him on Grindr or something like that. I right, just of wanted course. to know. Well,
1: you're in Marblehead, and he's in Los Angeles. So how is that going to happen?
0: You know what? That's a great point. I really just wanted to know his status, Rana. <laughs>
1: Wow, this is starting out aggressive. <laughs> those <laughs> were
2: fair questions. Those are were they? absolutely fair questions. I've been asked those things in job interviews. Did you, you meet your, your guy in Ohio? In Utah? In Utah. <laughs>
1: no, you know what? <laughs> no, we met in LA. Bra- oh. You better go take a break and come back. <laughs> How dare you,
0: Ronna? How dare you? I'm, just, <laughs> I'm asking Brian's normal interview today.
1: questions. <laughs> Maybe they may not be normal for the guests that we have, but they're perfectly normal questions, period.
2: Right. Yeah. Did you are you Mormon? Uh former Mormon. Okay. Now were
1: you raised Mormon? I did want to know that.
2: Raised Mormon, uh but you know when you come out and you're dating someone of the same sex, that's no longer uh an option.
1: So True. you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to. It's entirely up to you. But I will we, talk about whatever. But I'm I am fascinated because of course I've been watching the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. Uh so you're not Mormon 2.0 as they like to say. <laughs> Did you get the a Mormon formal... 2.0 thing? Not not a thing. Yeah, not a thing. Not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz isn't
0: it just the same rules but you wear like heels?
1: <laughs> it's well, the
2: Mormon same- 2.0. I think she drinks. She Oh, you're right. She does drink. Yes. Uh and uh, I don't it, know what other things she does. Is that She a feeds thing? her kids Del Taco. Are
1: you allowed to, are you allowed to, you're not really allowed to drink and you're not allowed to have caffeine. No. Is that right? You're not allowed to have coffee. Why uh, coffee? This is,
2: this is a debate among Mormons, even. A lot of Mormons won't drink any caffeine. They won't drink a Coke. They won't drink tea.
1: Well, not Lisa, uh, she'll drink 40 ounces of Diet Coke.
2: Right. That's, yeah. what mo- that's what most Mormons do. They get that 64 big gulp, 64 ounce big gulp and- Oh, so big gulps Coke.
1: are uh, a thing?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, but oh, I thought that is, was
1: just her. This what about no. like iced
2: tea? No, no. I, most okay. Mormons don't drink tea. Okay. So, they, But they will go to 7-Eleven and just fill it up with a diet soda. Wow. And, you know, there's a, a whole industry in Utah of these, like, soda drive throughs where people literally go to get, like, mixed sodas. Like the kind like, with the machine where you're, like,
0: like a dab New of Orleans, this, a dab
2: of that.
1: Where well, you get like, a margarita, you right. bank a bank of margaritas.
2: Except for this is, like, Dr. Pepper with, like, flavored syrup put into it. Which mm-hmm. is just...
0: Wow. So uh, it's like a Starbucks, but for soda.
2: Right. Totally. And they also serve uh, sugar cookies at these places. It's not... I oh d- the cookies a very dangerous good? thing for your health. Rhonda, we're going to have to go to Utah. To one. Are, you I'm, I'm, to I'm one?
1: ready to... I want to try those cookies. <laughs> I want a
0: cookie and a soda. I <laughs> want a uh, Dr. Pepper with a little bit of orange with a little bit of vanilla.
1: But it is very... <laughs> oh, a little creamsicle.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. it's a creamsicle Dr. Pepper.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's very interesting to me because Lisa, who's not my favorite on the show. No. No. And who also really shouldn't be drinking that much Diet Coke. She's already has the most anxious energy. She's one of those people who talk, 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 talk. She just talks all the time. Mm -hmm. But she had a business meeting, Brian. Yeah, And they, I'm going to assume bridge is caught up on this.
2: Uh, of course. I'm and because how
1: couldn't more. you be? Yeah. I want everyone uh, to know
0: right now that I'm very familiar with the business setting and I'm very <laughs> professional in business meetings. That's all you need I'm to know. I'm putting that well, out there then, in case anyone then wants- you'll
1: appreciate this even more. Okay, great. Which is that she had a business meeting, which was already a questionable enterprise to begin with, where they were going <laughs> to be discussing the- um, Grooming products that her sons, who are uh, four, oh, 15 and, uh, and eight, eight, had had of course come up with all by themselves because aren't kids
0: geniuses? They really
1: disgusting, stinky teenage boy or eight year old, you know, you know puddle jumper doesn't doesn't what's the first thing he thinks of is we need to come up with a pomade so that the family can spend more time together.
0: Oh, brilliant really so brilliant those children
1: yes so they're incredible so All children to the meeting they have a meeting and we expect lisa to drink a big gulp the husband brought four big gulps to the meeting and i thought in the history of the world this has never happened before that somebody brought big gulps but now i, I know it's it. now i know it's a utah thing
2: oh it's absolutely a utah thing That's- did you grow up in salt lake city yeah, just outside of it. Oh wow, God, so be- It really is so beautiful. Did you go there. on a
1: mission? Parts of it.
2: Yeah, uh, I partially. I went on Uh-oh. a mission for Some, like four someone months. Got, someone got someone got
1: caught in the back of the uh, in the back of the farm or something.
2: Oh, I wish. Where was no. your mission to? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, to Singapore and uh, Malaysia. Wow. wow.
0: Did you yeah. enjoy
2: any part of that, or was it because I mean, or? Not really. I wish I could have. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful part of the world. Yeah. The food is so good.
1: Incredible. Yeah.
2: Um, but when you're on a bike for eight hours a day yeah. in 4,000% humidity, right. yeah. selling <laughs> something you're not convinced of, uh, that nobody living wants with someone that you it. hate, yeah. you, it puts right. a little bit yeah. of a
0: damper on the fun.
2: Right.
1: And you have I to. I would love
2: to go back on vacation. Yeah.
1: So did you end it? Or did they kick Did I they stay it? it. You said, I'm dumb. I'm not doing this.
2: I, I essentially had a nervous breakdown.
1: Well, who complained? Literally
2: had a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Nervous. I, I, You're supposed to be there for two years. Yeah. And so
0: was it a process of like coming out of that? In other words, were they really encouraging you to stay? Or was it just sort of like, this is my decision.
2: Smell you later. It was kind of a, you can stay, but essentially we're going to have to get you therapy. Yeah. Or you can go home and then maybe go on another mission somewhere in the United States. Take a break and
1: we'll send you to Kansas. (laughs)
2: Right. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Uh, and I chose the third option of just not going back. Got and it. And then slowly backing away from the religion. But you
1: knew, yes, you knew you had other, other, another way you wanted to live your life anyway. So you was sort right. of, that was maybe the beginning of confronting that.
2: Yeah. In I mean, a public think, way. Yeah. I think my yeah. brain kind of overrode my control and was just like, we're just going to sabotage this thing yeah. in order to begin the the decade-long path to what you actually want to do, and how
0: yeah. was your family through that? Which is, we can cut that. It's a very personal question. So we
1: can, no, we can. Okay. I don't care. We can cut any of whatever. this. It's just fascinating. So we're just cut the, just the first twenty minutes. We'll just start but, the podcast. Well, we don't right usually here. talk to our, We don't <laughs> usually talk to our guests this. No much, one's ever
2: interesting. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> well, oh really? A- <laughs> oh, do you miss doing stand-up, Bridget? Do you want to hear that question <laughs> instead? <laughs>
2: Well, the What's Zoom shows have been different. it like not to be able to different. do
1: shows? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, my family. My family, <laughs> uh, to their credit, has always been very supportive. Even when I came out to them a few years ago, I uh, uh, they were extremely supportive, almost right off the bat. So it's, that's lovely. Um, and they, like, I've seen other Mormon families not be supportive like that. Mm-hmm. So my well, parents have, Heather's
1: very upset because not everyone has supported her divorce.
2: Oh, Heather's, you know, she's got a real chip on her shoulder. Did you watch
1: The Reunion?
2: I watched all three episodes. Yeah,
1: I have to say. It was a
2: three-parter. That means it was a good season. It was was Lord of the Rings length. It was know, much it
1: was. more interesting uh because the season itself they sort of said let's give it a little money and whatever we get. And I think they shot You it know what six though weeks. I will
0: say like on these shows even if I don't watch the season sometimes the reunions for me it just feels like a best of compilation and I love them. So I will yeah. watch these right. reunions.
1: Well these reunions were a lot of fun and because also nobody's polished, quite polished enough yet. Even mm-hmm. though Meredith thinks she's polished, none <laughs> of them know how to deal with, they don't have the instinct sharpened yet for when when the conversation pivots to you. Right. They all think they know how they're going to react when it's that time, but they haven't had the trial by fire yet. Is like Meredith all the, the, the other one who wore women. the
2: mask? Correct. Yes. Got it. Okay. And Meredith is funny because she thinks she's polished in a way that like, during the reunion, they're like, can we talk about your relationship? And she just flat out said no. And it's like, well, that's why you're on this show. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you can't just choose not to participate in this show that you're a star of. And by the yeah. way, that has such a precedent. It's not like you didn't know what this show was going to be.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> you know? But I, I have to say, Heather was one of my favorites throughout the season because Heather's very genuine. She was She has nice daughters and she's trying very right. hard to... Uh, raise them sort of uh, more mainstream or split the difference between these things. And the husband is a robot. I need to understand. Is that a type? Uh, uh, I don't know
2: what is happening with her husband. Have you ever met men like
1: that? He seems so shell shocked, but I think also in fairness to him, he doesn't, he has no interest in being on camera and that's terrifying for him. So I think he can't get past that really.
2: I feel like the show and Heather spoke of him in a way, b- building up to his reveal that I was like, this guy's oh. rich. He's a, like a billionaire, sure. a Mormon playboy. royalty yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I was expecting someone kind of dashing and interesting. No. And this scarecrow stumbles into <laughs> her house and I like, can barely talk.
1: He can't. No, he's. Something's happening. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, you I do, watch,
2: did yeah. you guys watch
0: the game?
1: The game? <laughs> this TV game show. One? <laughs>
0: no, no, no. Just, is oh. there, like, I was just wondering if you'd seen
1: the game. Okay. All right. Well, get off something that okay. Brian doesn't know anything about. But the last <laughs> thing I wanted to say was that Heather, uh, I think Heather is starting to drink her own Kool-Aid, read her own press a little bit.
2: Right. And, I, well, th- and there, was some genuine, mistake.
1: there was some genuinely, and this will be fun to watch on the reunion if you watch it, Brian, but there I were will. just some genuinely strange, unkind, narcissistic moments where And everybody's crazy and they're all terrible and whatever. But when people are talking about something completely different from how you've decided to take it, because you only are interested in your own narrative. So er, co-opting when uh, Whitney's husband is uh, almost in tears saying he got a letter from the church that he was excommunicated, which I don't know whether you got a letter or you didn't get a letter, but
2: Uh, I got a letter.
1: You did get a letter.
2: Uh, Unreal. Yeah.
1: Which is, Amazing that they take the time to send a letter.
2: When was the last Uh, time you got a letter? (laughs) I know. What an old fashioned thing. But who's in charge
1: of keeping track of it? And also, does someone in your family have to snitch on you in order to get a letter?
2: Um, Yes. I think somebody, I mean, it's a case by case thing. And it's a weird, like, some people, I think they like ask you to come in for like, like basically a church court hearing or something, yeah. which is like a little bit like, I guess if you're, if you care, you go do it. But otherwise it's like, well, I don't want to be part of this club anyway. I'm not showing up to, for you to tell me I can't be part of it. And it feels wild.
1: Yes. Right. I already know what's going to happen. Why am I coming to this? Right. Yeah. Why would I show up to this?
2: Like showing up to work and that, bef- or after they told you you're fired. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So is that how you kind of relate to like Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan when they missed their court dates?
2: Uh, it's yes
0: like that's why you feel a strong uh, bond with them a hundred percent okay 100%. i figured
1: all right bridger and i'll do another i'll cut all that stuff about real housewives of salt lake city why bridger and, bridger yeah. and i'll have an <laughs> offline, <laughs> offline conversation i don't want you to cut of I enjoy that brian, brian. Uh, yeah, no.
2: and i need you to catch up we all need, this is the you know like what i'm not gonna hear anymore about that bridger
0: i gotta tell you because <laughs> you and i started out on the wrong foot i was asking <laughs> easy questions you ask and all of intimate
1: stuff. questions <laughs> Intimate you know what, Rana,
0: I'm an intimate person. I give <laughs> and I receive love and I wanted to know if he did. All right, this I is felt that.
1: this <laughs> is not as I say, this is not what the show is. Okay? No, it this, this actually has nothing to none of this has anything to do with what the show is. And the by the show, way, Rana, we
0: said we were going to talk about Emma Thompson and now we don't have time. We oh.
1: did. <laughs> what on earth, Bridget?
0: Give us an impression. I mean, that's amazing. Oh, God bless Emma Thompson. I what? mean, I
1: mean, first of all, what a fun uh, episode! But also, she just randomly started listening to your show and then she contacted wrote you, you or
2: something. Yes, yeah, she and her daughter Gaia are two of the the best people I know at this point. And is her uh, daughter
1: her assistant? She seems very involved in keeping the yeah. wheels turning.
2: <laughs> I think, <laughs> as far as getting the computer and the Zoom going, yeah. her yeah. daughter was yeah. on top. Technical of that. assistant, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they had just been listening to the podcast and uh, they had listened to this episode with my friend Janelle James, who's a very funny comedian. Yep. And they reached out to both of us and just to let us know they had been listening and I took a shot as like, if you're... or No, they actually put it out there. Like, if you'd ever be interested in having Emma on the show, It's like, what are we talking about, of course? <laughs> yeah.
1: Unbelievable.
2: Um, and then she's lovely. I think she's like maybe one of five people that... Just universally, we all can agree on. Yeah. Yes. She's great. She's a great actor. Yeah. Who says she's I can't person. stand
1: Emma Thompson? Who yeah. says that? Right. Yeah, yeah, nobody. Yeah.
2: And she seems like a lot of
0: fun. She really does. She yeah. seems right. She's like a blast. Oh, she was yeah. a great,
1: it was a great episode. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, she's Really phenomenal. fun. Again, this is not what the show is about.
0: No, it isn't. So, and now it's all my fault, Rona.
1: Now, <laughs> the sh- on this show, people write in, we give them advice. Okay? They take the risk. They write in. They want our opinions. They're desperate. Are we doctors? Are we psychologists? Are we? Are we? we, Brian hits the buzzer. That's a no. Yeah. If we, that's the universal no. If we are we marriage and licensed marriage and family therapists, we're not even that. We're not even yoga instructors. Okay. No,
0: we're not. (laughs) We're
1: just people that have opinions who happen to be right most of the time. Yeah. So they write in, they write in at their own peril. We go through the questions and we just answer however we feel. That's all you have to do. That's all
0: that's you can a, do. I, I and that Richard's got plenty of life experience to enter this yeah, room. With. And
1: if the angel Baroni enters into this, do. you know, that's between <laughs> you and him. That's not got no. nothing to do with me. <laughs> uh, right. okay. Shall we read the first question here?
0: We shall. Would you like me to run or would you I like to I think I
1: would like you to read it.
0: Okay.
1: What do you think of that?
0: I love it. I All love right. that. Dearest Rana Bryan, an illustrious guest. Richard. I am writing for advice on how to approach a delicate situation with a friend. I trust your sage advice. Now, there's been a lot of that today, <laughs> Rana.
1: That's been rolling around a lot today. I'm going to have to do a Sage Carriage House scandal.
0: You are. Yeah. You are. Say, before you came on, Bridger, all we were reading some reviews where everyone called Ronna Sage, Sage, Sage. Sage, Sage, Sage. Over sage, and lady, over again. Sage,
1: which is code for old. Just no, it so you isn't. Know, it's code for
0: brilliant. And Brian
1: has already been calling me old bones behind my back, so I, I didn't feel <laughs> great about it. Old bones your... Glickman. That's how he's been referring to me. Yeah.
0: I trust you. sage. He calls sage. My, to
1: my cleaning lady. She said you to me, what? she's from Ukraine. She said to me, what is old bone? I said, you know Excuse what, though? Me? what is old bone? Uh, Mr. Shh. Mr. Safi always saying old bone. Tell me, put this away. Old bone. <laughs> tell me, put that away. And Can I, I tell said you something
0: about Yadvina. Yeah. I've already told you, but I'll tell Bridger in case he wants to know what's going on with her. I do. When Novani was that his name?
1: Navalny. Navalny. Yeah.
0: The Russian opposition yeah. was thrown in jail. She was, she threw a party. She was so excited that Putin reigned supreme. So you tell me.
1: Yeah. She loves okay? a strong man. She does this. This like tells a strong me, man.
2: yeah. She knows a yeah. guy that knows what she likes, a guy that knows what he likes. Yeah. And also, He's she just... gave me early goods on Russian Sputnik. Vaccine, but
1: Rana yeah. wouldn't take it. She's attracted to power. What can I say? <laughs> yes, yeah. who isn't? Yeah. She, Which likes is be why, at, she likes to be at the center of it. Which is yeah. why
0: she's been so loyal to Rana for so
1: long. <laughs> well, you know, Putin and I have a couple of things in common. <laughs> <laughs> we both know how we want things run. I'll just you say that. We both like to ride a yeah. horse
2: topless. It's sure, yeah, We have right. both
1: found 25,000-year-old Etruscan pottery four feet, four feet from the shore <laughs> No, in a non-Etruscan sense civilization so unbelievable
0: know. yeah the power okay
1: <laughs> and we I'm both w- play ice hockey yeah.
0: <laughs> i'm writing for advice on how to approach a delicate situation with a friend i trust your sage advice and wisdom i'm not sure who else to turn with to with this so who better than my favorite fabulous duo <laughs> that's
1: my favorite when people say i'm not sure where else to turn but right. i can't wait to, to hear this question because it definitely won't be us There'll definitely be that there's a lot of services that you should turn to that people can help you with this problem, but it, but let's say, let's say maybe it's so exclusively she, us. Yeah.
0: And Ronna, then she assures us in parentheses, there's more accolades at the end of the letter. Oh, for thank us, God. Well, thank goodness. Yeah, Cause sandwich.
1: it was feeling a little perfunctory.
0: <laughs> Worth reading. First, a little background about me. I'm a 20 year old, excuse me. I'm a 21 year old bisexual oh. woman in college. Wow. Oh. I've lived in my sorority house for two... This is a young Wow, crowd we've today. got a young I've listener my, on the line. No kidding. Yeah. I've lived in my sorority house for two years and have generally built great relationships here. Our house isn't much like the typical sorority environment you may be iman- imagining. I'm not the only queer member. The only thing that makes me feel othered in this community is my body type. I'm six feet tall and 230 pounds. I'm clearly the tallest and heaviest member of the house. I feel confident in my body for the most part. But that confidence is often tested, as I feel lingering vestiges of my former eating disorder frequently. Okay. My question concerns a friend in my house. Othered. I'll call her Maria. I'm
1: stuck on other, but I'm going to get past it.
0: Get past That's it, Rana. This has got That's a young speak, with, yeah. it is got to roll. Well, okay.
1: <laughs> I'll oh will call Oh, you use other. do. You feel other? I have. Do you used feel other in the carriage house, Brian? You should
0: i do actually i feel very well there's very only other. two there's... of us
1: so you're the other and i'm the other one so we're both other.
0: does your bridger does your podcast have an hr department uh, absolutely if i'm typing up the letter now okay because i would if i can't
2: file a complaint on my I'm own advocating. show but i am you to file one thank you i of appreciate course. it this is not a healthy situation
1: i can't wait to send brian his <laughs> letter let him know he's been excommunicated from the carriage house and then I
2: want to no, know you and can't and send the letter then I'll be out. I want
1: to come in and tell him to his face so I can have the pleasure of watching his whole identity crumble in front of him. What is the point of that process? I, I find it to be totally uh, sadist, I have to say.
2: Well, it is. Yeah. yeah. Sadist They're- or
1: masochistic? Which is it? Sadist. sadist. I think yeah. it's
2: sadist. Yeah. yeah. Well, a little masochist, but.
1: Yeah. Masochist is if you go in for the meeting.
2: Sadist, yeah, that's yes. what you're like, exactly. sadist you're,
1: is perpetrating You're like, I want to
0: feel this, yeah. this pain yeah. Right, sadist is like I'm going to hit you in the butt And masochist is like, give me, give me more <laughs> <laughs>
2: the Perfect
0: encaps-
1: back encapsulation to, Back to the sorority house
0: <laughs> I do feel crazy today, I'm just going to say it <laughs> And so,
1: Bridger,
2: I do apologize for the beginning of the show <laughs>
1: <laughs> I apologize for the whole show. Look, I'm even fine with a good,
2: you know, like a good Tiger Beat style uh, interview, where it's just like, <laughs> "What's your favorite color?" I the love the back page, it. easy yeah, answers.
0: Exactly. Yes, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> favorite. You band? know, how the last
0: page of magazines—that's what they do. This is the last page of Tiger Beat. Yes, exactly. Tiger Beat
1: <laughs> always goes straight to uh, Mormon, Mormonism and excommunication. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. The problem is. Oh wait. Okay, I'll call her Maria. Maria and I have become close friends since COVID hit, and we have a good group of about 10 mutual friends in our sorority. Maria's also recovering from an eating disorder. The difference between us is that Maria is much thinner than me and definitely within societally expected beauty standards, not to invalidate her eating disorder in any way. It's just my observation. At a healthy weight, she weighs nearly 90 pounds less than me. My weight is purely genetic. We eat basically all the same food since it's provided in our house and exercise the same amount. The problem is Maria will frequently complain about feeling fat, having bad skin, or being pale. I have hormonal acne and am pale myself. I don't know if she realizes the effect this has on me personally. I can't help but feel that looking like me would be her worst nightmare. When she expresses insecurity, Mm. she receives extensive validation from our friends. They often call her beautiful out of the blue now. My friends rarely do the same to me. I believe this is because I have a confident exterior and feel uncomfortable speaking negatively about my body to others. She gets frequent attention from men as well. She's straight. Nearly everywhere we go, she's remarking about how some hot guy in the building won't stop staring at her. Men here aren't quite buying what I'm selling, if you catch my drift.
1: Uh. I know the fe- I know mm. the
0: feeling. I think we all do. I don't want Maria. Yeah, of to, course, yeah. I don't want Maria to feel Maria to feel like I am not there for her. I recognize that because of her eating disorder, thoughts of insecurity come frequently to her. I'm happy that she feels a sense of solidarity with me, since I have struggled with similar things in the past. Ugh. She often asks me mm. to eat with her to make her feel more comfortable. My problem is that it's difficult for me to feel beautiful when I embody what she clearly hates about herself. This has had detrimental effects on my mental health. Plus, I'm around her all the time since we live in the same house and have all the same friends, so the constant, I'm so fat, gets grating. I feel if I tell her these comments bother me, she may, beca- she may become closed off and feel that I'm judging her disorder. I don't want to make her journey that, that, uh, more difficult. I've opened up to her about feeling like my friends don't build me up the way I tried to build them up due to my confident exterior, but she brushed, brushed it off and her response was essentially, that sounds hard. That makes me feel less confident that an honest conversation with her mm. about this will yield the results I'm looking for. So my question is, do I yeah. say something to my friend or try to let these comments go? Is this my problem for letting what she says get to me? Or are her comments legitimately offensive and something a friend shouldn't say? Are sorority girls generally too concerned about our appearances and should I just calm down? Thank you for any advice you can offer. Your show has been such a beacon of light and humor for me as a longtime listener of Attitudes. Discovering the dynamic of Mrs. <sighs> G- oh, the dynamic of Mrs. Glickman and Brian was a true joy. Even though I'm broke, my Patreon carriage house subscription is worth every penny. Excuse me, I'm saving for oh, a dash egg cooker. Me.
1: Rana, this person
0: wants a gift this week. That's yeah. what's happening. Wow. Somebody That's I, what's happening. We've never
1: had anybody lobby, so did she include her address at the bottom? We've never <laughs> had anybody lobby We're so hard see. for the giveaway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Assuming you've chosen my question, I'm truly honored. You once read my review on the show about Rob Rana having all the best qualities of my favorite aunt minus the drug abuse. And I listened to it about a thousand times. I've since got my sister Caitlin and my mom hooked on the pod. Love you endlessly. Thanks again for everything, Megan. You
2: can use This is name. all the same letter.
1: Oh, yes. Bridget, Bridget, I, I, hope, I hope you have two hours. I hope you have two hours. I do. If we you have a hat out, you should Iliad. let us know. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Because sometimes is, these letters are truly an epistolary ethics. poem. Yeah yes exactly. we're reading beowulf after this <laughs> correct <laughs>
0: correct oh wow. Bridget. can i repeat the questions or do or do you comp- just
2: should read that word for word again yeah the whole thing <laughs> i'm sorry i wasn't listening the first time sure if you could just refresh me with a full word for word reading i will read
0: these again let's get do the I, questions do i say something to my friend or try to let these comments go is this, my problem for, is this my problem for letting what she says get to me? Are her comments legitimately offensive and something a friend shouldn't say? Are sorority girls generally too concerned about our appearances? And should I just calm down? I mean, I think everyone is probably too concerned about their appearances. Oh, I can no. answer that one now.
1: You're in college 21.
0: Totally. That's and all, and anyone... frankly, the stereotype of being in a sorority, yeah.
1: Yeah, but you're anyone. around other women all the time and you see each other in the shower and everything else. So of course, everybody is focused on their appearance and everyone is trying to attract this one, that one, the other one. You're 21, everyone's trying to get something going. Yeah. So right. that's the heightened space that you're living in in terms of appearance. But I want to, Bridget, you don't have to. You don't have to address the questions individually. You can just address the letter if you want to.
2: I mean, I, th- I would like to just ask another question. Oh, thank you. As goodness. someone who is not part of a fraternity or, or obviously a sorority, well, what, why are we still doing this? What is anyone getting out of it? It seems yeah. like they're both created to make everyone feel. What element of it is good? Because my feeling is,
0: if you have shared interests with somebody, why not just join that club? Why do you have to live with right. them right? Because it seems like you could still or if you know, befriend those people and those things. Like, for instance, I didn't want to live with like actors or improvisers in college. like that uh, wasn't years. I enjoyed years. those things, but I didn't need it twenty four seven
2: Well Built I because
1: in yeah. social life. These Built people want life. to walk into a situation and have their college experience laid out for them.
2: It's called and kind of like the cruise version of a social life. That's oh, exactly brilliant. right. Completely. That's light.
1: exactly, you hit, the, hit it right on the head. Oh. There's an activity, lunch, breakfast is at 8.30. <laughs> lunch is at 12.30. Five right. things are happening. Then you have study hall. Then you have this. And they have a fantasy about what that cruise is going to be. And right. just like if you've ever been on a real cruise, it's never what you thought it was going to be. It's
2: just a lot more throwing up and diarrhea than you expected. There's always a, a duck under belly. Right. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and
0: that swimming with the dolphins really is underwhelming. Right. I've never well, done it, but I imagine.
1: Yeah. depending yes. on uh, Depending on how frisky the dolphin is, I suppose. But- Right. But again, it's not what you were hoping for. You thought the dolphin wanted to take you on a totally, you know, G-Ray ride, ride around the <laughs> pool, and he wants to pin you against a wall. So that's, the, <laughs> it's honestly, when you describe it that way, a, a college sorority for eternity experience is just like a cruise.
0: It okay. is exactly a yeah. cruise. It's yeah.
1: amazing. Yeah. Uh. Well,
2: get off the cruise. I mean, let's just say this. What's her name? Megan, Monica, the friend. Megan. Yeah. Megan. Oh no, her. The writer's name is Megan. Okay. Uh, and the the friend she's is calling Maria. Maria. Yeah. yeah. Maria. Maria is. I'm just going to say it. Fishing for compliments. I, yeah. Uh, the behavior described here goes beyond you know having something mental health issues. This is someone who's just out there looking for compliments. Am I wrong? I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't
0: know that you're wrong. I, I, do think, um, I do think she must have mental health issues if – and I mean that li- – I actually mean that lightly if – well, first of all, she had an eating disorder. I don't know if she currently does or is just always working through it. Yeah. That's a mental issue. But also, um, she definitely has some sort of mental issue light in the fact that she needs that all the time. I don't know right. if she's a narcissist or if she truly – if her confidence is just in the gutter. Um,
1: She's an attractive 21-year-old girl mm-hmm. Who is trying to eke out her own place In this Lord of the Flies society That these girls have decided to <laughs> yes. participate in
0: Yeah Because the most annoying thing to me Is Doesn't that she comes around and old. talks about how all these guys stare at her Right like, that's That, just, that to me to is me. the thing that's like wh- Forget
1: why? Maria Okay Forget Maria My <laughs> advice to the, uh, for the whole letter to Megan, forget is Maria. forget Maria. Maria is not your friend. Maria, you told your friend you feel insecure when people about your. You you confessed your insecurities to her, and she said that sounds tough. <laughs> That's as far as she wants. She does not oh, care about M- you. I'm Maria's sorry to break.
0: Never interested in building
2: you up. Not interested. No, 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 no. no, no.
1: Not no. interested.
2: You are there and for Maria.
1: You are. I, don't yep. want to push this into a weird place, but I wonder if Megan has a little crush on Maria. Mm. Cause I think that there is a lot of projection going on with Maria's behavior uh, about Maria, about Maria's behavior. Why is, why is, why do you say Maria is the uh, perfect type? You describe her as 90 pounds lighter than you and having better skin and that you feel your projection is that Maria must look at you and be repulsed yeah, by that you how don't you know. look,
0: yeah, exactly. That
1: is your projection, correct? Maria, honestly, I hate to break the news, isn't thinking that much about you. Maria is thinking about what you know, skincare mask she's going to do tonight, and what she's going <laughs> to wear tomorrow. And she's interested in boys, and she's interested in being inside the Lord of the Flies hierarchy. She's interested in being one of the popular girls. She being wants called to beautiful. be beautiful talked about. Mm -hmm. She wants to be thought of by boys. She wants to be at the center of things. And that is why she has started this little enterprise of hers where she says, oh God, I look terrible in this. And everyone has to say, you look amazing. Mm. Like what? That's her little cottage industry that she's got going here. And you, my dear, are feeding right into it. I want to support her in her eating. I want to support her in her this and that. I want to eat with her. She said she wants to eat with me because it makes her feel comfortable because she used to have an eating disorder and we can understand each other because I don't it's think had to eat when you have an eating disorder. Get step out of Maria's problems because what's yes. going on is this is a totally, whether intentionally or not, a totally toxic relationship where everything about her you have projected onto her that she looks at you and you uh and she is repulsed by what you are but the inverse of that is that you look at her and you imagine her to be the ideal and so every minute you spend around your idea of the ideal is a minute you feel bad about yourself so what is the point of that if self esteem is say your problem
0: you it is very difficult to be unsupportive in regards to someone's eating disorder. So it's not like you are trying to sabotage her or in other words, like you can do that from a distance. Yeah. There's you nothing. Keep
1: dro- have you been dropping an Oreo cheesecake off at the Exa- door every exactly. night? Exactly. It's it's very, it's very <laughs> difficult to
0: be unsupportive of someone's th- by fucking with them is essentially what that would mean. You don't have to be there for her. You can still be supportive of her struggles, but you don't have to be there for
2: her like that. You are not no. close friends. You she should makes not you have feel to bad. sit while she eats unless a court has appointed you. Correct. You know, there is no reason to
1: give me a break. Yeah. She is not interested in you having a hard time in this world. You are yeah. looking for a therapist, my dear. You need somebody to talk to about how you feel. And whether that is a campus person or someone that your family can help you find that they don't mind paying for, depending on whatever the health insurance situation is, et cetera, et cetera. But at college, there's a lot of people that you can go talk to that the university pays for it.
0: That's right. I I got free counseling in in college.
1: And you are looking to your friends to support you in that way. And you are looking to be that for her because it's something that you want. And no one is doing it for you.
0: I'd obviously get a therapist. I think, I think Ron is right. There's a lot to unpack, as there is with everyone in college, frankly. Anyone who's a sensitive person, at least. Like, totally. it sounds you are. Totally. But, um, yeah, it, I, would, I don't think I could live with someone like her if she was making me feel that way.
2: It'd oh, 24 difficult. hours a day? No. You need I to have an escape from that person. Yeah.
1: And to be fair, she's not making you feel that way. She's not coming after you to try and make you feel that way. But the way that she behaves, the way that she is doing her life, has that effect on you. So what I mean is, she's not targeting you to make you feel insecure and make you feel bad and whatever. But it is how you process that time that you two spend together. And you, I telling you, if you spend a week without her. You just go on vacation. You know, I don't even mean go on vacation. I just mean during spring break, I bet your mental health is 10 times better than it is when you're doing whatever this is for five days. Stop having meals with her. Be busy. You could still be in this group of 10 friends and have fun nights out and do whatever you want to do. But you are living your life in comparison to this person at the moment. And by the
0: way, when you graduate, you'll have nothing to do with her again. Just naturally, you won't. Right. I mean, that'll, she'll fall off.
1: She's just doing her college experience the way she's doing it. You don't have to compare yours to whatever that is. You no, need no, to no. find a way to feel comfortable, to get your self-esteem up a little bit, to understand that just because, you know, look, you're a tall, bigger person. You said that genetically, meaning you just, you take up more space in the room. That's who you are. Okay. And there are people that, are, this is one of the misconceptions I think when you're a young woman, is that you think everybody wants to go out with somebody who's five foot three and a half and 106 pounds. And that's really not the way it is. Whether or not that's what society t- is, tells us is the norms, there is a lid for every part. And there are men and women and whatever you're interested in who love people that look just like you. And you just have to find those people or you have to let them in. But when you put on that force field of saying, I already know I'm unattractive, then there's no way for other people to find you attractive because you're not relaxed in your own skin. And so it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're gorgeous, I'm sure. Hormonal acne, let's deal with that, okay? Go, seriously, let's go to home. Let's go to health services now. Let's have a conversation with whoever the dermatologist is and say, this is driving me crazy. I want to clear up my skin. Do you have any ideas? You, you are in, the college is the best place for basically free health Because it's
2: easy access. Yeah, that's true.
1: And the university usually has a pretty good hospital and good doctors.
2: They're dealing with this acne all the time.
1: But it's Go totally to something know. that's manageable. Yeah. yeah. Or it's something in your diet or it's, you know, these are things that can be dealt with. It's not just because you're 21. You don't have to, your skin you can deal with. It'll take a little time. You'll feel great. Your confidence will shift. But stop comparing yourself to other people. I know that's such an easy thing to say, but I it's a
0: lifelong struggle. Yeah. But, that is but, your mission here. But you can shave it off for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel like I was a little hard on her, maybe. I she think needed to so. hear it.
2: Yeah. She, she wrote
1: in. She wrote she, in, Bridger. Look, says, you write in, you're right. going to
2: get what you're given.
1: So stop giving me a hard time.
2: That's
0: right. <laughs> that's right. I don't think she will run. I think she's really going to appreciate the advice. It sounds like and, she hangs on every word you say.
1: And the last thing you said is so true, Brian. This is a lifelong issue. Everyone feels this way.
0: Yeah.
1: To some extent, you know, the needle is 2%, 100%. Right. She's at about 89% right now. Yeah. You got to get that needle down. But start working on that now because this is this is the battle in life. How do I live my best life instead of wondering about what everyone else is doing all the time? And college is a cesspool; it just is. There's all this pressure that it's the greatest time of your life, and this and that. Enjoy your freedoms, enjoy whatever you're studying, enjoy the good times. But I don't think there's such a thing as a college student that isn't depressed. Just yeah, I'm, with say. Totally I'm with
2: agree. you. Totally agree.
1: Bridget had a nervous breakdown when he was your age. <laughs> <laughs> and look at him right. now. He's I wasn't into even him in the university. Yeah. Yeah, Give me a break. No, you were just in the world's largest fraternity. (laughs)
2: That's very true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dear Ron O'Brien and first-class guests, that's you, Bridget. No kidding, Bridget. God bless. I first must express just how much I appreciate all that you have given to your fans over the past year. Two engaging Hmm. podcasts per week, CHIP here. Two spectacular live broadcasts and the only coffee I'll ever drink for the rest of my life.
2: Ask
0: Ronacoffee.com.
1: What? Me. What coffee are we talking about here?
2: Uh, no. Ask Ronna Bridger. Are we sent. Sa- are you on caffeine or no? Oh, I'm drinking. It's uh, we're at like five fifteen in the afternoon. And I'm still drinking cold brew. So th- oh wait, we something's probably did. You are was- <laughs>
1: such a rebel. What a rebel! Now, are you? Do you make when you do you make your own coffee with whole bean or ground beans? When you um, make it
2: with uh, ground uh, that I have shipped to me. I need to get a coffee grinder. Shipped from where? Craft coffee.
1: Okay. Don't answer that question. <laughs> because after you taste our coffee, you're never going to have to coffee. We're going to send course. you
0: some coffee. We have you our own coffee. It's so curious.
1: incredible. You can't believe it. The carriage house blend, which I describe as like an elevated Dunkin' Donuts.
0: Oh, and then that's all I need.
1: shades of vanilla, which you think is a vanilla coffee.
0: It's not a flavored coffee. It's an infused coffee. Oh, so it's see, it's
1: a gorgeous coffee that smells like vanilla. Oh. And it tastes tastes like heaven. If you and don't it's mind all
0: fair say. trade. I saw, I someone asked me again whether coffee. or not it was fair trade. Yes, it is. <laughs> well,
1: someone accused us of not being fair trade on They've the uh, us comments. They've accused a
0: couple times, But yes. just yeah. read about it. I find is, that it is so fair, trade. It's so 1, fair trade. It's 1,000% fair trade. Yeah.
1: They said they're not even <laughs> selling fair trade coffee. Well, you know what? You're not <laughs> even a real mate. fan because we've addressed that on the podcast before. Yeah. <laughs> I also love watching along with your quiff selections and reading your book club picks bought myself the dash egg cooker, take a note, Megan, and stuffed many stockings with impeccable items from the rare tea cellar. Needless to say, your advice is always spot on and you have given so many suggestions to others that I have applied to, to my own life. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all that you do. Here's where I need help. Okay. I have been enjoying playing rear window from my apartment during the pandemic. Oh. Lucky you. Yeah. You live in an apartment with a rear window. My husband and I have developed nicknames and narratives for most of the people on our block. Another habit I have picked up during the pandemic is religiously watching the bachelor slash bachelorette every week. Wow. This is mostly so that I can listen to Adam Mirren's podcast recapping each episode. She's
0: the best.
1: But we lo- a dear friend of the carriage house wonderful person, but I also admit that I enjoy getting lost in the drama of it all. A few weeks ago, I noticed that while I was watching The Bachelor, the TV in the apartment across the street was playing it too. I have now observed that we both watch it as it is every Monday night from eight to ten pm is that Any socially acceptable way for me to divulge what I've seen in order to form a friendship with this woman slash couple? Yes, I know a woman lives there with her husband and that they have twin toddlers. I can't help but have a fantasy of us hanging out this summer, fully vaccinated, drinking Negronis and watching The Bachelorette together. (laughs) Is this at all possible or has the social isolation finally made me crack? Help. Sincerely, appointment TV in Astoria, New York.
2: Ah, uh, I don't think you I don't think you approach this woman about Bachelor until she's <laughs> killed her husband. Then you <laughs> say I have been watching. I know you've been watching Bachelor and Now we're talking <laughs> we gotta have something on her. Right. Right. <laughs> hey, look, if you want if you want a friend who watches The Bachelor. Walk out on the street and throw a coin in the air. You're going to find somebody. It's what? It's the most popular show on TV, isn't it? She's not watching. She's not over there watching. uh, I don't. I I can't even think of a niche TV. Frontline, right? Excellent example. She's watching basically the Super Bowl every week. Yeah. Yeah. This person's not unique. Yeah, that's so true. That's I think so she wants. To,
1: I think she wants to touch the toddlers. She wants to yeah. pet them. What? Like puppies? She wants to meet this twin toddlers in there. She wants to get in there. Well, and
0: I wonder if this woman swir- has see seen this other doing. woman's yeah. face because there's too much coincidence, and this could be her long lost identical twin, the evil one. Oh, so I would make sure you get a clear look, mm-hmm. look, look, lady. <laughs> you can't,
1: Brian. Just tell b- her. You yeah.
0: can't bring it up. No. Someone who lives, by the way, in creep, New York creep, City Creep. Does not want to know someone who lives at their apartment building. They're not interested in meeting someone and having a friend who lives in the same building. That's why they moved to New York to begin <laughs> yes. with. That's why they're there. Creepy
1: crawly. What are you gonna yes. do? Leave a note in a mailbox so you- section into your house? And you're going to walk up right. to
2: this woman. You're going to walk up and say, hey, I know you watched The Bachelor. And she's going to say, yeah, no shit. So does yeah. everybody else in this building. Right. Yes. Tell me something I don't know.
1: It's the only two hours I have to myself. I have twin toddlers, in case you haven't noticed. I put them to bed at 7.15 on Monday night so that I can have two hours from 8 to 10 to watch The Bachelor and drink wine with nobody bothering me.
0: I say, and I would, I would go in the mirror and I would slap yourself in the face.
1: I can see, <laughs> I can see into your apartment, and I noticed we're living the same life. What do you say we live it together? <laughs> if no, do
2: that. Uh, you know, invent your own twins and say, "I know you have twins. I have twins too." <laughs> and then you keep stringing them along until the point yes. that they have to ask to meet your twins. At that point, you strike, you kill, then, uh, you take right. over her
1: life. Guess who and you, you watch The Bachelor with? You watch it with Aden, Okay, dear? Correct. That's what the <laughs> point of go. the podcast is. Aden is your friend for watch-alongs. That's who your friend is.
0: By the way, what if you do that? What if, say, in a world you do approach this okay. person and, and you set up a date to watch The Bachelor? There's no guarantee you're going to like this person. And then guess what? You're stuck living near someone or You've, in the same building, potentially, of someone you don't even you're like.
1: You're also right? about to deprive yourself of your favorite show. Your yeah. favorite show she is, ruin the, it. is the building. Watching everybody's lives in the building. sure. Uninterrupted. And as soon as you break the fourth wall and tell them that you've been watching them, you'll never be able to do it again. You'll be skulking around away from your window, worried that people know you're looking at them.
0: And by the way, this woman will be fully creeped out. And all of a sudden, (laughs) she's going to be like, I think we need to move. There's someone who's been looking in in the window. And I have
1: small children. I don't feel safe.
0: Exactly.
2: There is no appropriate way to approach that. Yeah. Erase it from your brain.
1: Move Although, on.
2: Now I'm saying that. I'm saying go for it.
1: <laughs> Listen, wait,
2: hunt this woman down, yeah. yes. and just go for it. Build I mean, a it, case. Propose to her, for Christ's sake. Just go for it. Get in there. No. You, could, you
1: could.
0: Yeah, please, run. You
1: could try and talk to her at the mailboxes.
0: I was going to say, there's something like you could say like, oh my God, I'm so excited for The Bachelor tonight. Be like, oh, sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> Do like one of those.
2: But then I feel like you do build a relationship built on a lie, and then eventually it comes out, and then it destroys the relationship. Well, she has
1: no problem with that. She's looking for drama. That's what she <laughs> said. <laughs> she loves the drama of it all. She wants some little drama. Well, everyone
2: loves drama until it's in their own house. True. The story True. you're making up in your head about her
0: is so much more interesting than the real life story. I know. Yeah, what if she, no very boring. What if she yeah. has
1: a terrible speaking voice? Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, if she's like, Why don't you come in and
2: come (laughs) or whatever. My God. (laughs) Again, go for it. Exactly. Sorry, Ronna.
1: (laughs) Come on in. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's just a pirate voice. Yeah. Uh, All right. This is our last question, Bridget.
0: Last question. Dear Ronna, Bryant and most eminent guest. Okay. My husband baked a few dozen hamantaschen and spent quite a lot of this Friday, Purim, dropping them off at the houses of a lot of other young and attractive Jewish men. Hmm. It took an awful long time for him to make all those deliveries, which Lucky made me wonder him. what he was up to. Since Friday, his phone <laughs> has been buzzing nonstop with text messages from some of these nice Jewish boys. From the way he's acting, at least one or two of these recipients may have gotten more than just a taste of his hamantaschen. And from the way he's glued to his phone, it seems like they want seconds. We've been married for seven years. You gave us great advice back when when we were planning the reception. Thank you. And after a year of being stuck together in quarantine, I'm worried he has an itch. Should I surreptitiously read the text messages to confirm or deny my fears? Should I reach out to these Hamintosh and hounds and tell them to keep their paws off my mensch? Or will that only make me seem like the territorial spouse? Do I invite them over to our backyard fire pit, have a bit of safe, supervised interaction, something along the lines of keep your friends close and keep your enemies closer? Or will that only make the itching worse? Thank you, Ron and Brian, for spreading your light. Thank you, guest, for gracing us with your presence. Yours truly, David. David.
2: So do you David's, know what a Haman,
1: do you boys know what a Hamantashan is? Isn't
2: it's it a, like the triangle, the cookie? little triangle with the jam? Yes, yeah. that's right. They look delicious. Yep. I've never had one. Are they, yeah. I, you know, I don't think I have either. But they look they delicious. Yeah, it's
1: just a sugar cookie with jam in the middle. I mean, it's like I'm a like a Linzer. like a Linzer cookie, but yeah, delicious. Uh, but right. the, supposedly the shape of Haman's hat. Which was the uh, the mean guy that tried to take down the the, uh, the Jews in you know Persia a million years was, ago?
0: Was he the one that Esther like wised up to, or snuck she,
2: uh,
1: that she tattled on him and then he was hung? That's correct. Yes.
2: Oh, uh, and okay.
1: whenever you say his name, uh, you have to you're supposed to make a noise. You know, whenever he it, you know if you hear his name, you're supposed to. They have these things called gragas that that are that you move around on the, like the vuvuzelas. From yes, the right, World right. Cup, but, but yeah. much smaller. So if anyone says, hey, man, you go, boo, you have to say boo or you have to, yeah. Anyway, hamantashen, they're cookies. They're
2: cookies and there's also an, an alternative
1: narrative, though, that they are really more about um, fertility and that they're actually in the shape of the female uh, body part. They look
2: more like that than a hat.
1: There's always a uh, right. There's always a fertility angle with the Bible. Yeah.
2: Right, of course. Happy Purim, Rana.
1: Thank you so much, dear. It was last week, yeah.
0: I know, but belated, I guess.
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't have the patience to deal with you and your hamburger outfit again.
0: I was going to ask if you (laughs) dressed up for it.
1: Purim is like, you know, Jewish Halloween. No, I didn't didn't have any Purim plans this year. Okay. Usually after the age of about eight, your Purim plans start to dry up. (laughs) Yeah.
2: That's not right.
1: Bridget, what are we going to do here?
2: Look, uh, his name's David. Is that the name? Or name? David yeah. is yes, David and his husband David, is passing d- around and Yeah, David's husband has been delivering cookies and sleeping with how? Who knows how many men? This is what I have to say. Okay, that the holiday is beyond us. Those sugar cookies can no longer <laughs> be made. But we've got two. We've got Saint Patrick's Day coming up, which yep. you make a shamrock shaped sugar cookie. You've Wild. got a perfect example to deliver to these attractive young men. The, to me, this is an opportunity for sex. If he, if husband's getting, him, getting it just with the cookie delivery, it's now oh, your turn.
1: You do your own holiday. Why not?
2: We've got yeah. plenty of spring holidays you can choose from. I mean, obviously, Easter's not quite up your alley, but uh, decorating an egg-shaped cookie is a lot of fun.
1: Do a yeah. few of those. Right.
2: I would say- pro- Or delivering okay, yeah. a
1: cream egg and someone has to lick the center out of it. Right. Yeah. There's right. a lot
2: yes. of erotic- cookie options that you can get into here and just Mm -hmm. get back at the husband right away. I don't see the problem.
0: I don't either. (laughs) Just, just, I did. COVID is not happening
2: anymore. I mean, yeah, this seems like the right time to really slut it up (laughs) around town. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. This husband has gone out and exposed himself to all sorts of COVID. So now it's your turn. This is, this is a classic private investigator move. You just bake the cookies. Go to all of the same houses and just see where it leads.
0: If this is all very Kathy Baker and Edward Scissorhands, like coming yes. over to drop off a pastry. Ambrosia,
1: ambrosia salad. Ambrosia and salad. I will bring the ambrosia salad. Exa- this is what this guy's yes.
0: doing with his hamantash. And he's just wearing a low cup top. And some stretch and he's just pants. going over there being like, yeah. thought y'all could use some hamantash. <laughs> you
1: know? I want to know where he got this list of young, attractive Jewish men that he's yeah. dropping yeah. cookies oh, off. A be just a, like, That's my first question, question is where the where the mailing list came from for the young, <laughs> Attractive Jewish men for the Hamintasha. Yeah. It puts us in a bit of a pickle because we, someone wrote to us once uh, over Christmas and said, I make all these gorgeous cookies and I don't get enough compliments on my cookies. And so what do I do? Do I take people off the list for next year? Or do I say to them, you should have complimented me? What do I do? Was this person say? A-
2: no, it's not Maria. <laughs> okay, son. interesting.
1: This person just makes these cookies supposedly out of the kindness of their heart. But really what's going on is they want people to compliment their gorgeous cookies. So for him to be getting the text messages back, we can only describe that as proper etiquette. For no, my young absolutely. Jewish men.
0: Great deduction. So right. we
1: have to suggest, they, they have to thank him for the cookies. Who would they be if they didn't thank him for the hamantaschen?
2: Right.
0: Yep. Well, and, you've and got probably that they're ig- saying like, my sister just tried one; she loved it. Or who knows? You know, <laughs> send
2: me the recipe. I've got yeah. to have your recipe. they are saying yeah. what
1: flavor was my filling?
2: Did you make this jam yourself?
1: Yes. Is this your jam? That but kind Rana, of I thing. do,
2: I yeah. do see where you're going with this. Yeah, dirty
1: so, cookies. Yeah. You know,
2: <laughs> I do
0: see where you're going with this because Bridger, what Ronna's not telling you, she's not finishing the most crucial part of the story. <laughs> And that's that the person who made these delicious cookies sent us these delicious cookies, and You're we kidding. decided whether or not they deserved such praise. So I'm thinking, yeah, send us the Hamantaschen. And if, if it gets oh, us a little randy, go. but he has to get the us, husband to make them correct. Right. And then we'll tell you, oh, no, this was sh- purely platonic, or I tasted them.
1: Yeah, you
2: should be worried.
1: These are 20 Hamantaschen,
2: <laughs> right? If they're yeah. horrible, then exactly the affair is. Certain if they're yep. good, uh, less certain.
1: What is your arrangement with your husband? Do you have an open relationship in in normal pan, non-pandemic times? Is he allowed to have a little fun? You're allowed to have a little fun, and no, and we just don't. We have a don't ask, don't tell policy. I mean, what is this? Is the question? What is your arrangement with your husband? Because this is a fun, cute letter that you've sent us, but does it really bother you? I mean, is it really an issue? What and is this? I the honestly first thought time you were asking Bridger. Sad, no. <laughs> I
0: truly did. I was like, oh I get,
1: I, I worried about halfway incredible. through. I thought maybe you thought I was asking Bridger. I
0: was. I was <laughs> like, oh my God. That would be such a turn. <laughs> I know. Yes, I know what you mean though, Ronnie. Does this yes, what is the deal? Because this honestly, violate
1: this violate like, the terms of the arrangement. And, and can it you get like one making, of these cute little Jewish boys to come over and hang out with the both of you? I mean, what's the right? It sounds like somebody just, just is now?
2: angling for a sex party. Yeah, They're just, Should bring I invite them, them over? over and
1: pour cold right. water on everything? No, don't, do, don't ruin everyone's fun.
0: Yeah. It's if the I pandemic. A, if I had a crush on someone but, and just really wanted to hook up with them, I don't think I would bring like a baked good. No. I, I just don't know that that would be my M.O., I, I do think it's curious that your husband happens to know a lot of really good-looking Jewish men who, by the way, you also know are good-looking, so you must know who they are. So it's probably not that weird. Yeah. Um, but I don't think there's anything here. I think it's COVID and you're bored. And I, he, don't, I don't think there's yeah. anything Yeah. Well, he's here. for
1: sure bored, so he's flirting a little bit. But yeah, maybe you, he's flirting. If you feel this is approaching the line where he is violating, well, you can look. Everyone knows when somebody gets a text from someone, the look of glee on their face. Okay, that's true. I can only. It's no not one, just
0: the phone that lights up.
1: No one can ever suppress that. You think no. they can, but they can't. And he looked over, so and this guy true. was enjoying these texts a little too much. So if it's approaching the boundary of whatever you've determined for the relationship and you really are upset about it, then you should discuss it. Yeah. But if you don't care that he's having a little flirt and, you know, everybody's getting COVID tested or whatever they're doing, which I think is absolutely outrageous and foul and everything else, but that's not the question you asked me. Uh, You know, if it's hurting your feelings and it's something real that you're worried about, then you should discuss it. But if it's a little flirtation, this, that, and it's within the bounds of the relationship, what can we do?
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, if your husband's cookie delivery drives you into a, a fit of jealousy, I think there's something deeper going on here. Yeah. I do, I too. And I think, by I the do, way, I nothing... do think
1: you should do a Shamrock Shake delivery service of your own, though. That's fun.
0: I do, yeah, too. And don't absolutely. tell them what's in the <laughs> shake. Oh, there you go. And by the way, Rana, I was yeah. also going to say, oh, I was also just going to say, I don't think it's out of bounds if your husband lights up because he got a text message and he's responding. If you were like, oh, who are you, t- who are you texting with? I don't think that's weird. Is it?
2: Uh, not if you're doing it all the sure, time, sure. Yeah. Right. Sure. You're right. Uh,
1: it's, a, <laughs> it's a crush. Occasionally, occasionally you can yeah. say, oh, who are you texting?
2: Yeah. But if it's yeah. every time, yeah, that's, that's headed into some controlling bad. territory. Right.
1: Figure okay. out the boundaries of the relationship and figure out if people are violating the terms of service here or not. What's going mm-hmm. on? But- or make a little
2: hamantash and bra and do like an American beauty. And when he comes home.
1: <laughs> I love that idea.
2: Yeah. I, I, I do love have to ask idea. you to the last batch of cookies that were sent to you, what was the verdict? Were they good? I actually never tasted them, but they
0: looked, they looked like something you would absolutely thank someone for. They were gorgeous. They, I mean, they were, were really absolutely stunning.
1: Our only question was, were people not thanking you because they thought you stopped at a bakery because they were so That's what they looked oh, like. And yeah. so gorgeous. Okay. And they thought, oh, he just picked up some cookies and dropped them at our door. Right. But we realized, but we learned that no, everybody knew where they came from, and they were gorgeous, delectable Christmas cookies. So, they really were. Beautiful. Yeah, anyone that didn't thank them deserved to be totally expunged from the list. That was just yep. the story. Ah, yep. uh, okay, Brian, what right. happens now?
0: Okay, so we're at the end of the episode, Bridger, and what happens now is we give a little gift that we send in the mail to one of the people who wrote in. Oh yeah. fantastic! Who we think deserves it? It's just a feeling, as Rhonda likes to say. Just you, there's no criteria. It's just who do you think deserves this gift? So I will do a quick recap of who we've got. So, well, what first should of all, the
1: gift be this week? Because oh,
0: great! I mean, it sounds like people want the.
1: Well, one of them already has. Only the one of them. Did. One of them. Oh, begging she has for, it. Right? Okay,
0: correct. Yeah,
1: and the other one. So we can't give her that because she's begging for it. Okay, I'm in. Even though, well, let's see who Bridger picks. Then we'll decide.
0: Okay. Yep. So Bridger, are we going to send a gift to uh, the sorority sister? Right, that's Megan. Uh, Megan. Are we going to send the gift to the bachelor watching nosy neighbor rear window? Right, right. Or are Gladys we giving it, it to, um, <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm My husband might be cheating on me with baked goods. Okay. And we, do we know what the
2: gift is?
1: Well, well, I think we should Ronna, decide do you have any ideas? I think we should decide who we think needs it and then we'll tailor the gift.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: You know, I think ooh. oh, I know it's hard. I know you're going to give it to her anyway.
2: Yeah. I am too. She's she's got to have it. I know, I agree.
1: I hate beggars. <laughs> <laughs> you are rewarding that behavior. I hate a here. dog begging at the table.
2: Of course. Yeah. If the
1: dog didn't beg at the table, I'd bring him a T-bone steak every night. But then he right. comes and sits next to me. I think, you little schmuck! I'm not giving you yep. anything
0: because you. you're right. I want everyone to know this is this does not start a, tr- a uh, something that becomes no. going ruin
1: the podcast. Yes, this the Correct. whole system crumbles if people can panda and beg and get something. Yep. On the other hand, she's yes. 21. Yeah. This is all that is is junior high school round two. Pat duh, as yep. they say. Yeah, living in a sorority, all these people are driving her crazy. And also, if we give her the egg cooker, maybe she could have a few less meals with Maria because she can say, "Oh, I already had breakfast in my room."
0: It's basically a hot plate. You can fully set it up in your room.
1: She can make her eggs in her room for breakfast, so she can at least skip breakfast with Maria.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think she's the she's the one. <sighs>
1: You know this goes against every five really of I being, don't want to
2: like these
0: kinds of arrangements. No. She really doesn't. <laughs> I really don't. She doesn't she doesn't like people um asking for something and then expecting it to be given to I'm
1: them. I'm into purity and authenticity. I'm not That's into right. yeah, I'm not into these well, backdoor Rana, who, deals.
0: Who would you have chosen for the gift? Well, the person I mean, who was gonna spy on the a bachelor watcher
1: <laughs> of this <laughs> of this pack, it's it's undoubtedly Megan. Yeah. Yeah, undoubtedly. Right. Uh, and also, I mean, look, I also want to acknowledge that this is, and we've said it, but it's a hard, hard time in life and you yeah. think everyone's having a wonderful time. This goes for all times in life, basically. And they're not. There's a couple of times in life where you feel like you're up, but unless you're totally vapid and vacuous, most of the time, most people feel like they're sort of to the middle of down and they're just trying to get to the middle to be content yeah. and to be spending your time doing the things that you love and with the people that you love. And that's all there really is to the whole game of it all, meaning life. That's right. So uh, maybe I'm wrong Richard. about that. And then beautiful hotels, of course.
2: I think you, yeah, you basically get to go on yeah. one great vacation in your 30s, and then the rest of it's fine <laughs> or horrible. There we go. That's <laughs> says a great says the guy a lot that's best friends to.
1: with Emma Thompson. Okay. That's right. So <laughs> that's take, right. So take Bridget <laughs> Weineger. Strung. Yeah. Yeah. Not Maria He's not friends with Maria. He's friends with Emma Thompson. I will he never still be friends with Maria. And he still never. feels that way. Bridget Weinegar. Are
0: you Bridget Weineger everywhere? Is that your like your handle
2: for Yeah, for uh, social let's system? see. Yeah. You know, you know, I yeah, Bridger W or In I Said No Gifts on Instagram. And please listen to I Said No Gifts. Oh, it's so it's terrific. Such and it's like a real novel show.
1: It's a unique oh, yeah. show with a unique point of view. You're a terrific interviewer. I love your voice. I love listening to your voice. Oh, on, God bless through my ears. Uh, talk about people talk about ASMR. You're you have a wonderful demeanor and terrific cadence, and I love listening to your voice. Uh, and what day does it come out? Don't say Tuesday,
2: Thursday. So we're not competing then that's okay. I hate podcasts. We've got must hear Tuesdays, Tuesdays. must hear
0: Thursdays. (laughs) Because otherwise we just sort of released my interview questions at the beginning, but none of the rest of the episode.
2: (laughs) You could just cut out all of my audio and then just have those long (laughs) silences. That's right. Okay.
1: So it comes out on on, uh, Thursdays. Now we do one more thing here, and you can either listen to this or not listen to this. We do our cliffhanger. I and we just the read the cliffhanger well this i think you do want to hear actually because i happen to know what this cliffhanger is uh we read it here then we answer it on patreon on uh patreon.com oh, slash ask Ron. so we're just gonna i'm gonna read this very brief very quickly and then you can go back to your fabulous life how does that sound beautiful dear yeah. Ron O'Brien, and esteemed guest I'm a 39-year-old New Yorker, but I've been extremely fortunate to have been able to ride out most of this pandemic year in beautiful Monterey Bay with my wife. Fabulous.
0: Wow. Not unless bad. You, okay. Unless
1: you're trying to get to Big Sur. No, you can get to Big Sur oh. from Monterey Bay, but the highway oh, close you can't. south of that, the oh, highway's going up, caved in highway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A chunk of the highway. That that's a real uh, confidence shaker, isn't it?
2: Oh, yeah. certainly.
1: <laughs> I mean, we all love Big Sur, but then just a chunk of the highway is going to just fall into the eye. It mean, doesn't be,
2: bode well. Yeah.
1: That's Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. While this lovely and secluded location has somewhat alleviated <laughs> the stress that we've all been feeling lately, I have had a reignited battle with past depressions that have put some strain on my relationship with others. Case in point, this guy's 39. He has a fabulous, nine, he has a fabulous wife. He's living in Monterey Bay. He's obviously doing pretty well and he's still depressed. This is life, dear Megan, okay? So we learn to cope with it as early as we can. My wife and I have a wonderful marriage, but I sometimes need to get out of my headspace in order to relax, so physical intimacy hasn't been as spontaneous or carefree as it once was, at least during my waking hours. Okay. My wife has informed me that routinely... For the last few months, I have been getting extremely handsy in my sleep, to say the least. This ranges from light groping, squeezing, and stroking to occasional oral exploration. And even a few times, I have attempted and succeeded at full intercourse all while asleep. I've had no previous issues with sleepwalking or other nocturnal activities. And while I don't vividly remember every dream that I have, I don't think that they have been considerably more sexual of late. I typically have no memory of what I'm doing during the night until my wife tells me in the morning. Only a few nights ago, I woke up to the sensation of her shaking me and asking, are you awake? And when I came to, I discovered that I was lying on top of her. My concern. My concerns of overall consent aside, my wife (laughs) says that she's been enjoying the extra attention and finds this all rather hilarious. I, on the other hand, do not. It's been difficult for me to accept that numerous mental hurdles are preventing me from enjoying regular sex when I'm present, only for it to come so naturally when I'm unconscious. We've tried a few methods to quell this activity, including engaging in various sexual acts just before sleep to get it out of my system. But most of the time I've been told after the fact that my sleeping body would be hungry for more a few hours later. Should I consider sleeping separately from my wife in order to ensure we, we both can sleep through the nights without these interruptions? Or should I embrace my dreamlike sexual prowess as a new form of intimacy that at the very least my wife seems to enjoy? Any thoughts on the matter would be most welcome. Thank you for all that you do for, uh, Thank you for all you do from the confines of the carriage house. I look forward to mornings when my shades of vanilla will be all the sweeter for having got through a night with a little less guilt over what I might have done. J.P. Mm.
0: Wow, wow. That is a good cliffhanger, Ronna.
1: What what I can assure you is that we're not qualified to answer this question. What I can also assure you is that we will.
2: Oh, we definitely, I have strong
0: opinions already.
2: Yeah. Uh, This is, I think there's some clear answers here. Yeah, very clear answers. (laughs) Sure.
1: Bridger, you're an absolute doll. Bridger of Madison County.
2: Yes, the
0: Bridgerton of, the Bridger in Bridgerton. You put the Bridger in Bridgerton. Thank you.
2: It's time somebody said it.
1: Thank you for being here with us today. Bless you
2: too. So wonderful seeing you.
1: And we adore you. And you and I are going to have a little offline Salt Lake City conversation. Of course.
0: How could we not? I'll be there, too. I'll be there. I'll probably put it on mute, but I'll just know that I'm there.
1: kiss. Kiss. (laughs)